Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Fun, Fun but Heavy. Fun but Heavy. We do that at the end. I know. We can do it at the beginning too. I just figured it'd be a nice little touch, especially because this one is so focused on music yeah. and dance. Oh. We'll get into that in a moment. Who are, who are we here with? Who, who are we? Well, <laughs> I'm Ani. My name is Ani. Ani Perlisi. <laughs> and I am here tonight to be a little bit raw and vulnerable and maybe slightly off-putting. We'll mm. see. I like it. Yeah, we love I'm that. showing up as I am, and I don't know if that's good or not, so we're going to just, like, do it anyway. Fully send it. This is Kelly. I'm here and feeling a little weird also, but good. Excited to talk. Mm-hmm. This is Jaleesa, Jaleesa Cypress, um, in case you were confusing with another Jaleesa. <laughs> um, and I'm ready yeah. to talk about this. Um, Being uh, unsexy as a spiritual practice. Yeah, it's like I wrote that fucking title and somehow it was just like, yeah, went somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to hear people's first impression. So basically this was an excursion of fun but heavy to ecstatic dance. Um it was me and Ani's first time. Kelly's gone to a different ecstatic dance. Yep. Um maybe we should just go around and start with first impressions of like entering the space because even entering the space was intense. Was a whole thing. All right, so let's preface it by saying we we are currently residing in Portland, Oregon right now. And so, you know, this is something that I think we've all wanted to tap into. Some of it, Kelly, you've been doing this um, at a different experience, but like I've done it maybe once, but that was like right when I, that was in a different town in Oregon. And it was right when I moved from New York to Ashland, Oregon. And I heard ecstatic dance and I'm thinking it's a club. I had no idea what ecstatic dance was. So I show up in high heels and lipstick and extensions <laughs> and they're sitting around in a circle playing a singing bowl and passing around cacao, which I thought was, I didn't know what cacao was yet. So I was like, is that, like, is that acid? Like, I don't know. Like, what are we doing here? So I was confused. And, but then I ended up having like such an amazing experience because it was like so incredible. But in this experience, it was a really different setting. Like that one had like a tea house and like all this like, you know, light shows and everything. This was just a Wednesday night. We went to the hot springs that day, Mm, which was great. And then we were like, we're going to go try this ecstatic dance and just like really just let our bodies be fully nourished. So it was at a church on the top floor in a basketball gym area. What is it called? Court. (laughs) Basketball. It was a gym. You know. Upstairs gym, no air conditioning. Yeah, and it was a very hot summer's day, and we were all wearing what we wore to the hot springs. So for me, that was a slip cotton, way too small, ill-fitting, like <laughs> like like just slip dress. And I walked in, and and everyone was like super about it. Like people were in knee pads. They were yeah. wearing knee pads, and like, like and no shirt, and like snakeskin, like tight nylon leggings. Right. So. It was immediately intimidating 
because I'm like, oh, okay. Like it felt kind of like that first experience I had. I'm like, oh, I don't belong here, mm-hmm. you know, which is like something that I think everyone does when they go into a group setting, which is like, it wasn't about judgment of the other people. It was like, oh my God, do I, do I look like an idiot right now? Like, or like, what am I here for? And, and can I drop into this? Am I going to belong here? Is this going to be like, you know, whatever, all these thoughts going on. So that was my first impression of like walking in and feeling immediately like, damn, what is this? You know? And like everyone kind of had like, they were all stretching and like hissing and stuff and doing their damn thing. So I was like, and I was just laughing because I couldn't, I was so uncomfortable. Like I didn't know what I was doing and I was like, okay, like we're just doing it. So. Yeah. I think we should also kind of define ecstatic dance. If you've never heard of it before, um, it's basically, it tends to be where spiritual people get together uh, and dance to various forms of music, but pretty like freely there's interaction, but a lot of it is kind of you being grounded in your own space and not like beholden to a specific type of expression, but whatever you're feeling. Um, when we went to this place, they had like an altar at the front, there was like an opening circle. Mm. Um, and there's different, yeah, there's definitely, I've been to a few different places uh and it's always got its own vibe Mm -hmm. what was your experience Julissa um I was so I was the one who was hesitant to even walk in the the doors of the church um I think I I can't fully embody that moment again but I do remember so it's 15 dollars it wasn't like a free event um and I think I was just sort of like not really knowing I don't know. I was having some of the same experiences as when you go to like a a regular club where it's like, well, how many people are in there and how loud is the music and like, what kind of music is it? And like, is it going to be worth my money? And like all this stuff. Um, and so we walked in and like, we were like, okay, we're going to listen and hear the next song. Maybe the next song will be better. Which was love train by the OJs. (laughs) Remember that's what we walked into was like people all over the world, join hands, start a love train. And we were like, oh, (laughs) it it was a lot yeah um and yeah I think for me so we had just come from the hot springs I had been in multiple moods throughout the day um and I think for me my initial response walking into the gym was just sort of like I know I'm supposed to judge these people like Mm. our society tells us that we're supposed to judge these people yeah I'm supposed to not like that guy because he's wearing, like, possibly appropriative leggings. I'm not supposed to like that girl because I don't know. You know, it was just sort of like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be in a judge- judgment space here. And I had to actively reject that, mm-hmm. um, which was really fascinating to me. Um, did you want to speak to your first impressions or should we get into the, the meat of it or, like, entering into the dancing part? Yeah, well, I think I've been there before, like last year. It was the same. I saw, I think I saw a couple people that I had like danced with originally at that particular group. Um, I think maybe that what would make more sense is my first experience with like a movement practice that's kind of like ecstatic dance. It's the place that I go to. And I remember the first time I went, I like drove up. And I parked my car and then I like went home. I was 
so nervous um, because there's no way to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I think, and it's like with your body and there's no, it's like, I'm used to doing things like well and right. And which was part of my attraction to, um, yeah, to dance in like a free context. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I went eventually and I was very like, I was so aware of myself and that was, I knew that I would be like moving through that to get past this kind of like, yeah, hyper awareness of like, how do I look? What am I doing? What should I be doing? Um, yeah. 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 I think for me, um, what I started to notice after the opening circle, which the opening circle kind of rubbed me the wrong way because the white guy that was leading it was like talking about gang members. And if we can find like hope in gang members and like we can find hope in ourselves, which really bothered me because I don't know. For a lot of reasons. I'm sure people can understand why that would bother me. Um, And, and I, and again was like, okay, and now I'm supposed to judge him again. And like, I have the opportunity to either judge him or to keep moving and to Mm -hmm. like own my experience. And instead of like letting other people ruin it or letting myself ruin my experience for me Mm -hmm. through judgment and projection. So, then the music started, and it was kind of like a low-level, um, like, house-ish vibe, um, like, electronic music. Um, and at first, I just, like, could not find a natural rhythm in my body to save my life. Like, hmm. I felt so much stiffness and so much stagnancy, and I just felt like a light switch that was turned off. Like, it just felt like there's no one home here. Um, because I'm used to being in club settings and you know, like, okay, this is my like routine for looking sexy. This is my Mm -hmm. routine for looking enticing. This is my routine for looking like someone you want to dance with or someone you want to know or be with, uh, or whatever. And so because I didn't really have access to that, or I was trying not to just go in that direction, it took me probably a good five minutes to really feel embodied and to feel like I was moving. And then even then I would say another 15 before I felt truly free Mm. and where I was moving in a way where I wasn't conscious of it and I wasn't thinking about it at all. And it was just coming from a really, um, a really centered place. Yeah. Because I think in the beginning I was like looking to Ani a lot, like looking at Kelly a lot, like, okay, should I be worrying about how my friends are like, you know, are my friends expecting me to judge people? Are they expecting, like, what are they expecting? How do yeah. I manage their expectations? How do I manage everyone's yeah. else's expectations here? Um, and yeah, breaking through that was extremely freeing mm-hmm. and really clarifying for me. Yeah. And I totally feel you. Like when I first walked into like, and, and we had the opening circle, like, my immediate reaction, and this was like not me being a dick. Like I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And that was a genuine response out of like, I don't know, just a bunch of things. Like I was, I was just so in a laughy mood, first of all. We were already laughing in the car and being silly. But then we came in and I and I just was like, and I was holding it together because I didn't want to be disrespectful. Um, and I, that's like really off-putting when people laugh in a, in that kind of environment. So I was like holding it together, but I was like sweating and doing that really, really, uh, like, uh, like that trying not to laugh face. But anyway, 
So then after, like, I, I actually walked up to Julissa and I just was like silent shaking, laughing, like, just like really intense. And I'm like, why am I having such an intense response to this? Like, even though it's not necessarily bad or good or whatever it is, like, I'm just like, my body is just doing like all this really weird, all these really weird reactions. I couldn't keep it together. So I like started to really drop into myself and I'm like, why do we feel the need to like judge so hard? Cause there's people literally, I'm going to give you like a visual. So like there's people on the floor just like hissing and like, you know, doing all that kind of thing, rolling around together, like two people kind of like serpentined together and like other people just like, you know, you know, doing yell, like yelling and like jumping up and down and like all this stuff. It's like very interesting and primal and like, you know, people stomping and like, or like, you know, um, well, I saw one couple who was like, one of them kept picking up the other who was just completely limp and like a rag doll <laughs> and like doing, and like, they were just laughing and like having so much fun. And I was just like, if this was recorded and put it online, it would have gone viral and everyone would have been like, what are like, this is so dumb. But like these people were genuinely just like being in their bodies and expressing it like, like childlike. And I was like, okay. Like, and that brought something up for me because I was like, there is something that is so liberating about doing that and like just like not not fitting yourself to a, a standard of sexiness or a standard of like acceptance. You're just like, I'm here in this space and I get to move my body in any fucking way I want. Like, how would you move your body if it didn't fucking matter? No one's looking at you and you have all the space in the world and everyone else is doing it. Like, it's kind of a test of your own humanity. Like, what does your body want to do in that space? And it was like so funny because like I like my automatic thing is to move very kind of serpentine because like my it's just like it feels so good on every joint of my body. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, like, I just wanted to yell. Like, I just felt like this, like, but like something was boiling up inside of me after like a, maybe a half an hour. So I just did it. I was like, fuck it, you know? And it just felt so good. And I was just moving my body in like all sorts of ways. And um, it was so beautiful to see people like contact dancing too, which is like when yes. they were putting one hand on one part of the other person's body at all times. Like, and they would just like, they would be like on the floor, then like rising up and then like going around in a circle and like, just like, you know, all of this really amazing like movements. These movements were just like so fluid. And I was like, it just seemed, it radiated freedom for me. And like, there's just like this freedom and this unsexiness and the imperfection of it all. And like that there was no standard. It was like, and somehow that just like unlocked so much shit. And it was really profound. Yeah, what you're saying about the couples was really profound for me to see, like, people dancing with each other and it not being sexy and not being hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, But it being actually mesmerizing. And um, it's fascinating because I actually had a similar fascination to when I've seen strippers, actually, where you're just like, wow, the sheer, like, acrobatic <laughs> – quality of the human body, the sheer mm -hmm. ability of the human bo body to connect to things in its environment in this way is so fascinating. And like the way that people were looking each other in their eyes. And, um, one of the things that you're not supposed to do in exact dance is talk. Like you're not supposed to really talk to each other. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to only communicate th through your bodies. That's what they say. And like, you know, consent is discussed, uh, like ways of, of giving consent are discussed prior. And, um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I had never seen that before. And then, you know, the next time you turn around and see two people dancing, it's like a completely different couple 
you know, or it's like, you know, different people interacting with different people, men with men, women with women, like different genders with different genders. Like it, it wasn't about, and it wasn't about those people like wanting to date each other, like trying to like go home together. Kind of, you know, it was just purely about engaging in that moment. And that's something that I also caught myself doing when I was there was like, oh, do I need to be dancing with someone? Like, is that what I need to be do- doing yeah. to like feel validated or to feel like I had a good experience? Like, and then I was like, well, Jaleesa, what if you didn't connect with anyone here? Would it still have been a worthwhile experience? Mm-hmm. And I was troubling with that for so long. Mm-hmm. And, and most of the time it was when I was not, again, connected to my uh, like embodiment yet. It was when I was still in that like um, stiff space. But I think throughout, throughout it was like trying to manage like people's expectations of me around me for if they were trying to engage with me and then like, you know, am I being rejected? I don't know. And like not really having because you're not verbally mm-hmm. communicating it's just you're just projecting onto people and then you have to like take take responsibility for those projections mm-hmm. you also have to take responsibility for what you want mm-hmm. um so that was really fascinating for me yeah um I'm thinking in my experience yeah like contact improv is I remember the first time I did that and the the community that I like move with uh, is like much older. I'm like one of the youngest people there. Um, and I was paired at this like dance retreat. I was paired with two men that one in their like four late forties, another probably similar age. And I just remember being like, Oh, we're going to touch and dance. Like, and we did, and it was rad. It was, like, not – yeah, to me, especially just as a woman, I think when you're when you're doing something with your body that it's been so conditioned that your body is, like, consumable, that your body is, like, desired in this specific way, um, especially if it's, like, an older man and you're, like, a younger woman, and to experience movement – and touch and collaboration without that. Um, yeah, it was wild and beautiful. And I don't really have like so many words for it other than it was, it was quietly transformative for me. Mm. Yeah. What was everybody's experiences with the idea of being sexy? Did anyone feel a pressure to like be moving in a certain way or to be revered in a certain way by the people there? Well, like when I danced with like I am not into when I go to experiences like that like I don't like to dance with other people because I automatically start thinking about myself from their perspective and tense up and I lose the flow because I'm like too worried about messing up essentially and like being perfect in that way and so you know I know how to get down at a club with someone but I don't know how to get down in like uh, any other kind of dancing and so that was always a real point of disempowerment for me because I wanted to, but I never let myself because I didn't want to mess up. And so like it bothered me. So I found like, I just started like this guy was like, I guess you could say fluttering around me. Like I'm not quite sure how to put into words. And then we watched that. That was beautiful. It was so sweet. And it was, uh, he was really sweet. He was older. He was an older dude. And he was, um, he just started kind of like moving with me and like then we started just he like it was very consensual like 
putting out one hand, I put out one hand. And it was like just this really organic movement. And then anytime I wanted to leave, I just spiraled away. And I was like pirouetting like I was like literally like a little girl again. Like, you know, not like going around in my living room. I used to do it after I ate Trix yogurt. I would just like pirouette everywhere. I was like really. Sponsor. Yeah. (laughs) Please sponsor me. But um, I was like, I would just do that all the time as a kid. And I haven't done it since then. You know, unless I had like a, a few too many downtown, but like that oh God, never sorry. ended well. I'm just kidding. But um, doing it here was so liberating and it was so much fun. And then we just started laughing together. Like we were just like, I was just so happy to be with this human. And then for a moment in the beginning, I was so worried about like being sexy for some reason. I was like, do I need to like measure up to something right now because it's kind of like being in that male gaze for a second you're like oh but then it was like immediately shattered by his serious not giving a flying fuck you know and then I didn't give a flying fuck and I was like and I was conscious of what was coming up in my head and that kind of conditioning as soon as I was like interacting with him and then I I danced with this other guy and me and Jaleesa danced with him he was the best guy in the whole world he was like so he was what in his like 60s and he was just so he was so amazing and he was had the most amazing dance moves I've never seen any body move like that like it was insane like he was like doing like talented or like silly and strange it was somewhere between yeah it's like there's no even there's nothing to even compare it to because I've never seen a body move like that. It was incredible. I loved him. And we were just all laughing together and he's wearing like a fedora. It was like yep, so cute. He was. Yeah. The Also the fact that like so many people were closing their eyes. I remember like one of the most profound moments for me was like thinking about people's perceptions of me. And then I was like, a lot of these people are literally in their own worlds, yeah. like cacawing yeah. and like tapping the wall and like <laughs> playing a bongo and like yeah. closing their eyes. Well, and what an amazing way to open up to like do whatever the fuck you want. Like, Al- yeah, I think I saw Allie like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, right Allie was me. there. She was like writhing on the floor and yeah. yeah, she was literally on the floor being like, Whoa! like she was like sending it fully. She was so Such badass. Yeah. And I, so at one point I danced with Allie. She was, I think one of the only people that I danced with. And it was like one of the most brilliant and free experiences I've ever had. I'm not just like being, I don't say that often. Like it was so beautiful and it was because like I didn't really know what to expect and I don't think she did and we were just like laughing and smiling at each other and like moving in this way that was so it felt like we were carrying each other um through some sort of experience or through some sort of like doorway or like I don't know it was just so um light yeah and um enlightening and that experience is really priceless um, and then the one thing that I didn't expect was like, there was like a closing circle at the end. So the music just literally went off. Like, like the DJ yeah, we, literally, it just stopped. Like, he like walked off with like a straight face. With a singing bowl. Yeah. And it was like pacing. And we were all like, it, is it just over? And then people who go there a lot started just like sitting down on the floor. So we all just sat down on the floor. And there was one like couple that was... <laughs> The guy was just laying down and the girl was straddling him and they were just embracing quite sweetly, but like everyone circled around and they're like, they were right next to me and they were really, I mean, there was something happening, like unlocking 
drama in each other and healing it in an embrace. It was beautiful and yeah. also kind of funny. <laughs> it was it was so yeah, because yeah. it was like slightly disruptive and also fine. And yeah. and you could tell on everyone's faces we were all feeling those both of those ways where it was like, okay, you guys are doing too much. And also that's fine because that's what this is for. Yeah. It, that was what was funny to me about it was like, oh, now we're doing a closing circle where everyone's like supposed to share and da, 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 and it felt a little structured. And I was also worried like, oh, is this where I'm going to like judge someone because someone's going to like talk too much or they're going to mm-hmm. say something dumb or this yeah. or that. And really like everyone sharing was, was really beautiful and very like heartfelt and short and to the point. And it just felt really organic it didn't feel forced Mm. it didn't feel forced like um some circles like that can especially in those kinds of environments and um yeah it was just interesting like them being conscious of closing the container before you walk out into the world because if you just would have stopped the music and walked away and we all just like would have had to walk away I don't know if I like I think it would have been a little bit more jarring yeah um did you guys appreciate grounding your energy in like that that closing circle or what did you think of the ending Absolutely. I mean, that's when, that's when I, I mean, I shared because I always do. <laughs> and I was just like, it was so nice to be heard in that as well. Cause it was a massive, it was a pretty massive circle. There was like, how many people were there? Like six, 50 people? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was really beautiful. And I was just like, there's a lot of freedom in being unsexy. And that's pretty much the only thing I said when I was expressing gratitude. And I said, there's freedom in being unsexy in that way. And just to see everyone being like, yeah, like, and so everyone has that experience there. Like no one is there to be like, like, like they're all there to just move their freaking bodies because like this is knee pads. pads. (laughs) And, And wait, someone was wearing leggings with like, knee pads and then like the hippie flowy pants on top of it all and then took off those hippie pants at some point like the you know what I'm talking about yeah, what are they called of course and then and then had just those on like as the night progressed and I'm like yes like send it like why not you know yeah and so it and I'm there like I mean it was like the I couldn't have been more inappropriately dressed and you had to take your shoes off too which is also really yeah. weird to dance like in any way without shoes on because it's like you're used to, I mean, I'm used to dancing in heels. Yeah. So that was weird for me. But um, yeah, that closing circle like created a sense of community and camaraderie in it all. Like, which I also thought was important because like I didn't really look at anybody. And also I was at the same time. But like yeah. it, it put like personas and humanity to the people we were around. And then it was, it was really sweet. Yeah, I think in general, my experience of this particular night was very much um, influenced by my state, which was kind of like low energy and not, um, yeah, not like super embodied. But one thing that was cool is, and even when I do dance at other places, I sit a lot. I have like a lot of um, fatigue in general. Um, but especially during dancing, cause I tend to like dance harder and then need to sit down, which is a huge translation to how I live my life. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to be a little bit more balanced with it. Shiva set rising. <laughs> oh, is that like, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk later. Um, yeah. So I sat down a lot, which was, is pretty usual. Um, and what was cool was Ani and Jalisa were both coming over and checking on me. And 
that was really cool because I also, I was like kind of going back to vulnerability. I was kind of, I had this voice in my head that was saying like dampen your, your like low vibe and just, and just like chill or, you know, like don't let this permeate the the group vibe because we had had like a really lovely day, but I didn't, I, I like let myself be seen and, uh, and it was really nice to have, yeah, come over. And it wasn't like, are you okay? Like, what do you need? It was just like, Hey, you're all right. And I'm like, yep, we're good. Um, and it was just beautiful. That was like a nice thing, but that, yeah, that particular group is less my vibe to be honest. But, um, I think dancing as a practice is like wildly another it's yeah it's a spiritual practice Mm. a very very spiritual practice imagine if we took this to the club like what if we ecstatic dance in the club well that's no but like when we went dancing that's what I wanted yeah that's what I would have rather been doing right because I'm less like I yeah I don't want to be sexy anymore like I just like (laughs) that's the thing like I I personally it's the same thing as when you fuck someone and like if it's inauthentic but like the stereotype of sexy you're still gonna find it like kind of cringy because they're like you know that they're trying to be that way Mm. and like there is something so sexy about being unsexy because no one was trying to be anything that was really really raw and real Mm -hmm. and it was like sometimes like that I mean all the time in my experience that is the most beautiful thing and that is what is like attractive and I wasn't like necessarily attracted to anyone there or anything, but it was, it was so beautiful to watch because it was so raw and real. And I felt the most beautiful Mm. I've ever been Mm. because I was fucking blissed out. I was having the time of my life. I was laughing and I was moving my body in ways that I haven't in so long. And then afterwards I felt like, so like, like, in my fucking full sexiness and full power and full and I said no to people and I didn't care. Like I I didn't like oh, dance with people out of pity or like out of like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever. Like yeah. and it just felt really, really different and a very different vibe than dancing in other places in my experience. So I'm gonna take this to the club and see what happens. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Like why not? Yeah. And I mean like moral of the story I really suggest you look up wherever you are like ecstatic dancing your city and just like bring one friend and commit to staying for at least yeah. the first hour or the whole thing like because I think there's real magic and moving past the discomfort and moving past the judgment and moving past the need to like to to embody what you think people want you to embody and just actually moving with where you're where your spirit sends you. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it was a really beautiful experience, something I think I never really would have done or been able really to do by myself as well. Like I really appreciate both of them coming uh, or like being there with, with other people. But, but I think even now I would also consider like as a challenge to myself going by myself, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that's a whole other sort of step. Uh, of vulnerability and of like being unsexy because I think also a part of like seeming sexy is like oh 
like I'm wanted, I have friends, I'm here with people. It's like, you know, I don't need this. And like, you know, there's like a two calls for school element that can sort of happen when you bring too many people with you or when you, you know, you can just be easily influenced by other people's energy and their expectations. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be cool to hear um, what other people's experiences are, especially who like are not really privy to spiritual community um, or who've only danced in, in club or like school dance scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear your, your experience as well. Like your, your challenge for, for the next week or so is to go somewhere and, and be a appropriately primal, like primal in a way that is not going to infringe on anyone else's time like in your own experience. I think that was that was the magic there and like just raw and real and like see what happens. Yeah. yeah and that and, unsexiness. And find yourself doing something that you can't quite explain. Yeah. And then like don't explain it. Yeah. Mm. Just let it ride. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again on Fun But Heavy. Oh, wow. <laughs> We love you. Goodbye.